In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. To God our Father, the one to whom all praises belong unto. To you, O God, we bow in adoration. Lord, we bow before you withholding nothing because it all belongs to you. We thank you, Lord, for your miracles here in Jesus' house. It is your house, your home. Thank you for opening the doors unto all of us to come and eat with you. Thank you, O Lord, for your blood, for your body, broken for us. Thank you, Father, because you know our name. We are grateful. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read from the book of Matthew, chapter 9, and I will read from verse 20 to 21. And it says, And suddenly, a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, If only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. We've heard about these stories many times in the Bible. The woman with the issue of blood. If we try to translate that to our present day, you will agree with me that this woman would have tried to self-medicate. First, then she realized she was still flowing. Then she probably would ask a friend for an advice. Oh, what medication can I take? So she would try a little bit more, then it will become, at that time, or now, going to the GP, going to the hospital to see a doctor. Then from there, a referrer to another person, probably a specialist, until it got to a, po- a point that she realized, no man can do this, only God. As man and woman sitting here this afternoon, in the lifetime of a man, Or if a woman, there will be challenging times, challenging situations. That's if you've not already experienced yours. But what I'm saying to us is that there are moments in life that you will come, you know, and you'll come to the reality, the realization that no man can help me but God. No friend can help me but God. It is only God that can do this. Some people experience this 
in the area of court cases. Some experienced it in the area of, you know, challenging, maybe examinations. I have friends who struggled through their education years. And these are people brilliant. Imagine somebody who taught you mathematics and you both take the same exam and the person failed. Meanwhile, every other person passed. And they tried it again and they taught everybody else and this same person failed. Only God. We have such moments in our lives. You have it. I have it. We have come to the right place today. Today, the God of wonders he is here to answer you and I in Jesus' mighty name. When we look through the Bible, we will find so many situations like that that you could describe as only God moments. Only God, only God, only God. When we look at the children of Israel, they were led in the Bible through the directives of God, instructions that you can only describe as only God moments. I will give us an example. The crossing of the Red Sea, only God moment. And as if that was not enough, then they came again to the crossing of the river Jordan. Only God moment. They didn't have submarines. And how many people are you going to put in a submarine, by the way? We're talking about a whole nation. Only God. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 2 to 7 spoke about the multiplication of the widow's oil. Only God could do that. The same Second Kings chapter 4, 32 to 37 spoke about the raising up of the Shunammite woman's son. Only God moment. When you look at the life of Naaman, head of the army, suffering, leprous, he tried every other thing. You will agree with me that he must have hidden it at the initial stage that, oh, it's just maybe the dryness of the skin, it will go. Then gradually it started to spread. Then gradually it started to ask for help here and there. But after so much failing in every area, every idea, he came to the realization, only God can do this. I am saying to you, the same God that healed him, the same God that healed the woman with the issue of blood, that same God is here this afternoon. He will hear your cry in Jesus' mighty name. Our situations differ from one person to another. The challenging burdens, the, the bag of life, baggage of life that we carry, that we shoulder on, it differs from one another. But to God, it doesn't matter to him. He gave us the assurance in his word. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and every laden. He said, I will give you rest. The answer is in God. The answer is in him. The Bible continues by sharing so many stories with us. But we've read it in the Bible. It's also good when we hear testimonies from one another so that we can see that this God, his power transcends generations to generation. His power has no boundaries. He did it in the Old Testament. He did it in the New. He is still doing it today. We heard the testimony of Aima and Sheo on the screen earlier on when we watched um, the footage, how they spoke about what God did for them. How they spoke about the initial challenge where they came to the conclusion that only God can do this. 
And I sat down in the first service and I heard when uh, Sharon was speaking and he got to that point and he, 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 he spoke these words. He said, only God. And my heart leapt with joy. That Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. That same God is here this afternoon. And I'm saying this because I have tasted of him. I've experienced his power. You know, it's one thing when you read about something. It's also another thing when you hear somebody, you know, standing in front of you. And you can see the evidence. I'm not a lawyer, but I've heard people speak in court. They speak about evidence, evidence, evidence. When you see the evidence, then it makes things clearer. It helps you. You can connect with it. I've shared my testimony before. But I'm sharing it again. Why? Because the word of the Lord said, he made it clear to us. He wants us to talk about his great works unto our children, unto our children's children, unto one generation to another, so that his greatness will continue in the lives of man and woman. So that we'll continue to talk about his greatness, his power. So I'm going to share it again. Head of pastoral care. My role involves, part of it is naming, naming ceremonies. So when people give birth, they come to me, I go, I do the naming for them. And also, I represent Pastor Ago in so many functions, events, services in the church. Now, what that means is that where he's unable to go, I represent him. And also, you also find people who also come that, please, can you agree with me on this point? Can you please pray with me? Now, I can't remember how many namings I've done. But each time I go, when, I leave, when I'm to leave there, you know, the family, they will say, oh, thank you, Pastor. Please, uh, greetings to your family. Uh, you know, say me well to the children. Bless them. They didn't know that the pastor that came to do the naming does not have any child. So it kept going on and on, on and on. Now, let me backtrack a bit because I want us to connect with this power of God. When I say it's only God, I want us to understand it. You see, when we see a finished product, at times we don't really value it. But when you know the beginning of that product and you see the different processes, then you value the product much more. When you see the finished product of God, at times you don't really know. But when you see how God continued building it through, then we will appreciate Lord God Almighty more and more. So we got married. Everything was fine. Then a few months down the line, just within the first nine months, um, my wife had, um, what's it called, menstrual cramps. And it was very painful. So, you know, she tried paracetamol and all that. You know, you start to self-medicate. They got to a point, decided to see the GP. We saw the GP. The GP referred us to another GP within the uh, group practice. Then from there, um, you know, to the hospital. Then from the registrar, you know, referred to see the consultant. By this time, you know, you, you start to think, what's happening? What's happening? 
But it went on like that. On, then they sent us to do test, you know, results, um, tests. We went for blood tests, all sorts of tests. We did them, the results came back, and they started to give the bombshell. Then it starts to speak about, uh, oh, fibroids are uh, too many. Uh, they spoke about the use of uh, a word called myectomy. I don't know, but the medical people know it. But it's so interesting, I said at the first service that when God turns around your situation, Bible says we're like those that dream. But what that also translates to is that you even start to forget how you were when you were in that situation. That's the almighty power of God at work. I used to know the meaning of my, my ectomy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I knew the meaning. I knew the spelling. I knew everything about it because I did a research on it to know it more. But God has done it. Now, God didn't just do it. There was a process. Everything went on like that. Uh, from one hospital to another. From one to another. We did five failed IVFs. Five. They were expensive. Time consuming. They take a dent in your, in your well-being. In your emotional state. They take a toll on you. But hey, those who know their God shall be strong. Shall be strong. And it is only God that can support in such situations. He said, I will be with you. I'm speaking regarding the only God moments in our lives this afternoon. Because I, as I'm speaking, I know you and I, we all have this challenging situation, difficult situation, this problem that refused to go. That is only God that can do it. And what, all I'm saying is only God. And you have come to the right place this afternoon. Today, your deliverance is assured in Christ. So, five failed IVLs. And through it all, I didn't deny my God. And that's important for us to know. Because it is a journey. And let me also tell us this. So, at one of our Wednesday services here, when we were still having our midweek services, so, I spoke at the service, and by the time I finished, Pastor Agu came up uh, to continue the service from there. And the Lord gave him the word for us, and he just started to speak the word of the Lord. And he said to us that he is going to dedicate our children here. He said he's going to dedicate it that God has said to him, and he gave us the name. Now... This way, our responsibilities, you and I now come in. God 
has spoken. You can choose to hold on to his word. Or you can choose to still be looking at your current situation. Still no change. But I'm saying that when God speaks his word, you must hold on to it. You must hold on to it. Regardless of the weather, you must hold on to it. Regardless of the location, you must hold on to it. His word never fails. He has spoken. He will fulfill the promise that he has made. So we continued with life. And after that, we still had failed pregnancy. In fact, let me tell you, you shared failed pregnancy. And it was, it was an interesting one. Why? Because after that time, uh, my wife was pregnant. Uh, you know, my wife took in and we were elated and everything. Then she started to have you know, complications here and there. It was difficult. It was problematic, challenging, and all that. So we went to the hospital. But shortly before that, I got a call from one of our members uh, who, whose wife was pregnant. And they were trying to prearrange the naming uh, uh, service. And we were to do it in Bristol. Now, Bristol is far from here. But I gave them my word, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll be there. We'll do it. That it was a, a thing of joy. Then a few days later, this complication happened with regards to my wife. We went to the hospital. Um, and, you know, before we could say anything, um, we lost the pregnancy. And it was a twin pregnancy. It was a traumatic time, challenging time. Then they had to do evacuation and, you know, all that. The day they did the evacuation, the next day was to be the naming in Bristol. And Brighton, I think it was. I, I always confuse Brighton and Bristol. Bristol, thank you, sir. <laughs> and this, again, this why is good you share testimony. Because if, when you are to forget, they will remind you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, I told my wife, so I went to a separate room to make a call to one of my colleagues so that he could go and do the naming because I couldn't do it anymore now. But my wife heard the conversation. So she said to me, no, 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 you have to go. For it. So I said, no, I can't go for it. I, we have many leaders and one of them is going to go. And she said, no, I just feel you should go for it. So I said, there's no way I'm going to go. You're going to be at the hospital. And so they came. She was discharged on the same day of the naming. She was discharged in the morning. And she said she was going to go with me for the naming. I said, no, I'm not going. I'm going to go. And she refused. And you see, God has a way of working. He has own way of working. The moment your heart is connected to him, he will open doorways. He will break and pull down strongholds. And he will show his power in our lives. So all of a sudden, the woman that was still, you know, struggling before, she, all of a sudden, she was strong. And she was the one 
trying to get drinks in the car. That let's go for it. Let's go for the naming. So we went. And on our way, you know, I, I was just, I didn't even know what to say there, but I knew that, hey, call on him. Call on God. So I just prayed. And we got there. We did the naming. So as the naming was going on, and it was interesting. The naming that we went to go and do there also was twin babies. So as I carried them, and you know how we were singing, and as I carried them just about to name the baby, tears just, just started to cry. Now, the family, th they thought, I was, you know, it was tears of joy, <laughs> rejoicing with them. No, this was tears of pain. But it was their day of joy. There was no way I would now be telling them, oh, we're just coming from the hospital. That, mm, no, 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 no. That, that would belittle God's power. That would belittle his power. So, did the naming, and at the end, we left, and we, we waved to them, they waved to us, and everything, and they said, oh, we greet the children for us, and, and the usual. So, we go into the car, we drove. On our way, on the motorway, We just saw a lay-by, and we had to pull up. We parked the car. Without anything, we just busted into tears. We cried. We cried. And it, the cry was a different sort of cry. But that cry touched the heavens. That cry touched the heavens. It's a reminder of what the Bible says in the book of Psalms 63 that says, Hear my cry, O God, and attend unto my prayers. So, I just looked up to the heavens and I just said, Lord, see what we've gone to go and do. Hear us. Answer us, oh God. Answer us. I cried unto God. And we wiped our faces and we continued. Now, what other things? But God, remember, God spoke his word from this pulpit. But it took another 459 days before the fulfillment of that prophecy came through. In that 459 days, I don't know how many days yours is going to be. I pray it's just going to be in seconds. Because your breakthrough is assured today in Jesus' mighty name. To keep our hopes alive and to keep our faith alive. I continue with my work. Did many more baby dedications, many more namings, many more praying for the sake. In fact, I remember one day in the corridor upstairs, one of our members just came and she, you know, she was in tears. I just went, oh, are you okay? And she told me everything. It was about fruit of the womb. So I prayed for her, with her. And a few months later, she came. Same corridor, we just bumped into each other. 
She greeted and she came and, do you know, he was startling for me. And reason is, not startling that God did it. No. It was like, heaven, what about me? What about mine? Do not forget your word. So, each time I go to do groceries shopping, I started to act, walk, do things that are not as if though they were. So I go into Tesco's to buy things, and even if it is a bottle of water, I will always go to the baby aisle. Even if it is to buy, um, you know, bread, I will always go to the baby aisle to connect with God's prophecy that one day I'm going to come to this same aisle and I'm going to do this shopping. 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 So I started to look at Pampas. Then I realized that all these years I thought they were one size. <laughs> now I realized that they weren't. Then, you know, I started to see all sorts of baby foods that I didn't know about. Then I asked, you know, advice and guidance. Then I found this particular one that I felt in my understanding then that this one is the best. I've checked how many, you know, protein it has, how many this, how many that, you know, after meal. So I just loved it. I started to connect with it. And each time I go, I try to look for picture of babies, you know, on Pampers, picture of babies on baby products, and I started to connect with it. And it, it, almost as if, and I will say this, almost as if I will say, one day, one day, one day, one day. I knew I couldn't do it in my own power. I knew it is only God. So I kept making that case. Presenting it to him, reminding him, and also continued to be diligent in my work. And it went on like that. It wasn't easy, it was difficult. I'm saying that so that when you look at your challenging situation and you're thinking, this is difficult, yes, that's what we're talking about today. Today's Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving in the month of April 2019 is a breakthrough Thanksgiving. It's an only God moment Thanksgiving. <laughs> he promised and he will do it. So, the last of that story was when I spoke earlier on about um, when the, the baby, uh, when we lost the twin pregnancy, I didn't tell us an, one important part of it. I'm trying to say in the midst of your storm, in the midst of the turbulence, you need to stay focused, stay connected, remember the promise. Because on the day the evacuation took place and everything, I I left um, the hospital ward and I came downstairs to go into the car. And no, on our way to the, to the ward. So I came 
with my wife. You know, we went in and everything was done. Then when we left and we were going back into the car, I saw this chap, this guy, he came, he parked this car, and as soon as I saw him, I kind of figured out what was going to happen. You know, it was as if God just fast forwarded the time. So I could see what was, what was going to happen. What happened? He came out of his car. He had this, um, he had a bouquet of flower and he had uh, this balloon. They're about, I don't know, maybe about three or four of them. Um, they were blue balloons and it, it had written on each of the balloons, it's a boy, it's a boy. So he brought it out of the car. He opened the car and he picked up the car seat. And he walked to the other side. Then he used, <laughs> he used his foot, you know, to close the door. And he started to walk in this way. You could see he was joyful. And there all this happened in the presence of a woman and a man who had just lost a twin pregnancy. So I didn't know whether to hold my wife anymore or to just because I, I just didn't know what to do so I probably walked like a robot and just into our car but again I looked unto heaven because it's only God that could solve our situation and I called on God and I said one day I will do the same thing that this guy just did one day I will do it so, rounding it up, 459 days after the prophecy. I don't know whatever prophecy has been spoken about your situation here on this pulpit, in this church. He will come to pass. It will come to pass. It is the word of God. Seasons change. The temperature change. The texture of anything in life. Clothing material, after a while it starts to change. But the word of God is forevermore. Is forevermore. It never fails. It never changes. It always fulfills the purpose it was sent. Once spoken, it will come to pass. So, 459 days later, Jehovah Almighty, the one with whom nothing is too difficult, the one that sends forth his word and fulfills his word, the one that never fails, the one that gave you an I, our identity, and defined it for us, that you are not a barren, the one that says that Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, that I will give you rest. I'm saying, regardless of that burden, that problem that we have, that challenging situation, some, it may be a litigation, some, it may be, you know, financial, some, it may be marriage, some, it may be a prodigal son, a prodigal daughter, some, it may be, you know, health. I'm saying, your only God moment has an answer. That answer is anchored in Christ Jesus. So, 
on the day of delivery and everything as God will also do it. He did it, you know, when God wants to show that, hey, I've got you covered. God orchestrated everything to work well. He gave us uh, the delivery to be a daughter of his, a consultant who was there. We prayed. I didn't know that they can pray in a delivery world before they do a delivery. That took place. Also, after everything, on the day my wife was to leave the hospital, so I had left home, drove to the hospital to go and pick her and everything. On my way, I got a call to come back to the house that, oh, um, there was a, you know, a bag that I was to take to the hospital. So as I go back and I picked it, I just saw this balloon that someone had brought. And they were all, <laughs> they were there, blue. And he had written on it, it's a boy. <laughs> I took the balloon, packed everything, and flowers were there. I picked it up with the car seat, got to the hospital, parked the car, <laughs> Only God! Only God! Only God! And as you will expect. So, the first thing I did, I had taken the balloon and, and I was almost walking with it. I remember, haha, I went back to the car. I sat in the driver's seat, then came out again. Left the door open, took the balance, the bouquet of flowers, the car seat, then used paper. <laughs> For the next few minutes, I want us to present our only God moments before the Lord. That situation, that burden. That challenging thing, that baggage you've been carrying for, for that seems to be eternity, that difficult thing, that only God can do. I want us to bring it before him. He has the power to change, to deliver. He has the power to heal. He is the healer of all kinds of diseases. He is the one that brought the wayward child back home. He is the one that parted the Red Seas. He said, there is nothing too difficult for me to do. Bring that moment the only God problem, bring it before him. He healed Naaman. He brought Lazarus back from death to life. 
healed the woman with the issue of blood. A cattle on a thousand hills are his. Bountiful provider is his name. You may be owing, but he created even the person you are owing. He can turn things around. And so in Jesus' name, my Lord, my God, here in this house, you have demonstrated your power. Here in this place, oh God, you have healed the sick. Here in this place, oh Lord, you have shown your great kindness throughout different generations. Through all ages, oh Lord, your power has been seen. Your favor has been seen. Lord, here you are. Here we are. And we are crying unto you, Lord. We are looking unto you. Our anchor. Our deliverer. Our healer. Our provider. Our sustainer. All power belongs to you. Lord, we bring all these burdens before you. Because we know, oh God, the power to break through belongs to you. And Lord, you are here. Manifest your power, oh God. In the lives of each and every one of us, oh Lord, Jehovah, we cry unto you. Hear our cry, oh God. As we present, oh Lord, all these difficult and challenging situations before you. Set us free, oh God. Lord, you did it for me. You did it for my wife. You did it for Ima. You did it for Sheon. You did it, oh Lord, for Tyre. You did it, oh Lord. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, oh God, you are the God that opened the eyes of the blind. You are the God that gave when we thought there was nothing. Lord, the eyes of all look unto you expectantly this afternoon with all the burning issues of life, baggage of life that came with us into this building this day. And the same with those watching online, oh God. We all have all this baggage, oh Lord, that we bring before you in obedience to your word that says, come unto me, all ye that labor. Lord, we are all laboring. And we bring, oh Lord, all our labor to your footstool. 
set us free. Grant us testimonies, Galore. Oh Lord, let the extraordinary power of your holy name, let it manifest, oh Lord, in our lives. Let it manifest in all these situations, oh Lord. So that it can be said that you, Jehovah, did it. So that it can be said, oh Lord, that we cry unto you and you answered. Lord, I pray for many, 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 many countless baby dedications in this house, Jesus' house. I pray, oh Lord, that you open, oh Lord, every womb that has been locked. Open those wombs, oh Lord. Open those wombs, oh Lord. Open those wombs, oh Lord. So that your word can be read. That says. Children are a heritage from you. The fruit of the womb. is a reward. We ask for the manifestation of those rewards. Lord we pray. Oh Lord. For those having different crises of life. Health crises. Financial crisis, marital crisis. There are many here, oh Lord, many ladies looking unto you for a husband. Many men looking unto you for a wife. Oh Lord, waymaker is your name. Make a way. Make a way. Make a way, oh Lord. Lord. You've promised. We hold on to your promise. Miracles. Signs and wonders. Let it manifest, O oh Lord. Shift every burden. Let your light, let it shine through. Take away every power of darkness, O oh Lord. Let your power, let your light that shine it. That no darkness can comprehend. Let it shine through. And Lord, let the incense of our worship, let it rise unto you. Let it flow unto you. Like streams in the valley, as it swells with the rain. Oh Lord, let it be known that here in Jesus' house, you are our good, good Father. You are our helper. In the same attitude of prayer, I say all heads bowed. I've spoken about my only God moment. It began when I gave my life to Christ many years ago. Perhaps there's anyone here this afternoon who is yet to say, Jesus, come into my life Jesus take the wheel I no longer want to drive my life anymore I want you to drive oh Lord I'm ready to be the passenger if there's any such person 
that wants to give their life to Christ, please, can you just lift up your hands? Just wave at me. Hallelujah. I see that hand at the back. I see your hands. I see that hand. Anybody else that wants to say, I want to walk with Christ Jesus. I don't want to run on my own anymore. You've never given your life to Christ. I see the other hand. I want to walk with you. Now say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for bringing me to your presence. I am grateful for accepting me. And Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life. Take control of my life. Take the will. Be my Lord and my master. Guide me, oh God. I give my life to you. Take control, oh Lord. Lead me to wherever you want to take me to. I don't want to struggle with you anymore. I trust in you. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.